0: Comic Clan and welcome to the Comics and the Cross podcast. We are officially at episode 25. That's nuts. I, I can't believe we're at episode 25 today. Thank you all for the I mean, ads straight in with a whole straight away. Every time, son. Yeah, Thank you so much. You're a beast. Thank you so much, ads. And thank you as well, blessed, Repented servant, for that follow. And um, once we went live, the notifications aren't set to come up during the video and the starting screen. But thank you so much for that follow. We greatly appreciate it. And welcome to the comic clan. So thank you all. And um, as always, I am your host, um, Cross, coming to you with my amazing fedora. That <laughs> it's I have to show, good, man. Yeah, I have to show up. You started something, man. I can't go back. In uh, it now, apparently. Um, and always, I am joined by my co-host nitro what's up
1: everybody the man the methyl how's it going i didn't want to upstage you um uh, so i i went clean shaven today no I'm clean shaven. no hat no okay. hat um just yeah even yeah, all nitro shaven, but. yeah. <laughs> but we are in the head like no hat no
0: hair yeah, just just all just all nitro yeah all nitro. <laughs> but thank you so much for everyone in the chat and um, first of all massive shout out to Co-op Trio Podcast and um, good friends of the channel we've been hanging out and um, I believe that's Watson that was popping in and um, I call him Coop because anytime I play Among Us on stream with him he puts Co-op as his like character name um, but you can't put the dash so it's C-O-O-P so I have kind of taken to calling him Coop now he is lurking but let me give him a massive shout out along with Nick and Benita awesome people uh, give me a sec, they have a very long name let me try to <laughs> spell it correctly yeah, so if you're not following there them, go ahead and click on that link, and show them some love, give them a follow, they are great and you definitely don't want to miss out on following them in the month of October because they are dressing up for the whole of the month every time they stream um, which has led to being dressed up as Buzz Lightyear for the last I saw two that. nights, that was which, is, which is pretty amazing, so you don't want to miss out um, on these <laughs> costumes and um, let me see who else did I miss in chat when we got kicked off. Um, Cage is back in the chat. Cage, good to see you. Glad you could come back and join us. Cage, I don't. are you a streamer? I don't know if you are or not. If you are, um, give us a little shout in chat and let us know because I'd love to give you a shout out as well if you are. Um, but thank you to everyone that's joined us for today. Thank you for everyone that's here. And um, as I put up in social media earlier today, thank you for helping us reach the 230 follower mark here on Twitch
1: yeah dude that's crazy i was just watching our recap um the intro video that you made cross and it was uh we were on our road to 200 and we, we were at 163 so it's crazy we're at 230 already man yeah i mean it it's nuts to think that it's
0: came this far already and i mean we've only been doing this since what march no yeah. and it's like uh so you do on and off cage well let's go ahead and give you a shout out anyway uh, cage at oh I play random video games or I talk about wrestling and comic book movies on my channel sweet that is very weird why is it not shouting out your chat because I misspelled and that's why I cannot spell
2: <laughs>
0: Three,
1: eight, five. You know, I'm getting I'm a lot sh- of artifacts in my video for some reason but it's still working so I'm not worried about it we'll run with it and hopefully
0: <laughs> it'll be okay there we go. Third time the charm. Cage, go ahead and drop a follow in cage as well. My friend in here too. Check out my friend in here too. Yeah, absolutely. We're more than happy to check out anyone and follow anyone that kind of pops into streaming this well. he come give us the time of day. To be completely honest. Um. But yeah. So go ahead and give Cage a follow as well. Um. I don't know if he's got a stream schedule. He says he streams on and off. But go ahead. Drop him a follow. Check out that content there as well. Um, I'll need to do that as well myself. I think I dropped you a follow, but I can't remember. Um, but yeah, so we've we've amazingly probably got the least amount of news ever to talk about, but yet it's probably going to but, take an entire show to talk yeah, about it. <laughs> it's huge news. Huge yeah. news all around. So we have two um, topics to talk about today. One, very brief, is going to be over on no time at all the second topic though it was a big topic when the first part of it was announced but as rumors have started to kind of circle it's became even bigger um and that of course is talking about um jamie fox coming back to play electro yeah. in the mcu we're going to go into that in a minute i'm not even going to give us a chance to to talk on that now because i want to get the first thing out the road because we are going to go off on this one i am sure and right, let's focus on my studying, so streaming once every two weeks. Did a Batman stream in Batman Day. Sweet! Yeah, definitely go ahead and check Cage out then for whenever he streams. Make sure and hit that notification thing, so it'll notify you whenever he goes live, and whenever he goes on while he's studying, and then good luck with the studying as well. I do not envy you, Cage. I've been there plenty of time, and very happy studying is not something I'm doing right now. Excuse me while I drink my Non-product placement drink for today. <laughs> Before I do the product placement drink later. Um. So yeah, so let's jump into the first topic then, because this let's this, do it. this one is going to take no time at all. Uh, we got the announcement obviously a while ago with the PS5. They were going to be launching, relaunching the Spider-Man game, and we're going to be getting the Miles Morales Spider-Man game, and they were going to be remastering the current one, and mm-hmm. um, that was out for the PS4. Awesome. Uh, of course they're remastering it because the PS5 has got way better gear on it and can do way better um, stuff with a computer game so they wanted to take advantage of that Mm -hmm. one advantage that people did not think was going to happen (laughs) was that Peter Parker would stop looking so much like the original Peter Parker from the game the first time around and start looking like Tom Holland from the MCU Spider-Man movie
1: it's an improvement the other guy was kind of creepy looking (laughs)
0: it's weird though because it looks like Tom Holland but not quite and I'm like I I don't get how they go the one thing I don't get is how they remaster a character and how he goes from looking like that like he originally did to looking like Tom Holland like that's not remastering that's a total redesign of a character
1: apparently they had issues with the uh, motion capture from the previous actor or whatever so they weren't able to reuse it for the remaster that's why they had to go with Another actor, a new actor. So okay. I don't know. I'm curious to see. Was that, to that
0: or Tom Holland?
1: I don't know. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting. Because <laughs> it, like it might just I mean, just just a cesspool of Spider-Man universes. Just all just come together. Oh, absolutely. Um,
0: because yeah, I, like, I I don't particularly have an issue with it. Like it's a bit weird that they that it went from looking one way to looking like a completely different character
1: yeah i don't mind it i mean it doesn't really bother yeah, I mean, me at it, all honestly
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't
1: bother me it's just a bit strange that it went
0: that way but i'm like it looks like tom holland now I'm like okay
1: dude so the creative director i know i told you this before but the creative director for the spider-man game is getting death threats because of that <laughs> yeah he's getting freaking like, death really? threats
0: over this over I'm like You're what do that...
1: you not have going on in your life that you have to threaten somebody with death because they change the look of a character
0: and then a weird place sometimes, it really is, like, he's getting death threats over a Spider-Man <clears throat> video game. Like, don't get me wrong, I, I'm so attached to these characters, I created a podcast so I could talk about them excessively. You know what I mean? I get it, we get attached to it, we're geeks. We overly obsess over little things and comic books and movies and games. Yeah. This, this is what we do. Yeah. It's legitimately what we do as geeks, um... You know, you and I even before the podcast have had plenty of rants about characters for yeah. hours on end discussing non random crap that just in the grand scheme of life doesn't matter. But
1: I'm not gonna threaten to kill someone because they <laughs> Exactly. It's <laughs> like, they'll, they'll, like change you're, it.
0: You're threatening to take his life over the redesign of a character and I'm like
1: Yeah,
0: Oh my goodness. It's like it's it's not worth it it's really not like like, i hate jared leto's freaking joker i'm not going to go threaten like david ayer and jared leto's lives over it yeah it makes no sense whatsoever man no sense you know what it's like see if it's that big of an issue for you don't buy the game yep that's that's how you send a message to these companies that's how you send a message to any company yeah you send a message to marvel and dc about not liking their comics it's like don't buy them correct because if they don't make money they'll change it because people don't like it it's like
1: or the other option is just to be okay with them publishing it and you're not participating in it it's okay it's it's not gonna hurt you you'll be all right
0: Keep <laughs> saying it was rumored they put tom holland toby and andrew's face in, and one for the ps4 spider-man peter parker face
1: you, you know it's funny i was gonna say he looks like a cross between tom holland and toby Maguire. i can kind of see it as like even a little bit of Andrew Garfield although Andrew Garfield's face is a bit
0: thinner than um, theirs but I can see that actually it's, it's kind of a little bit of all of them so yeah. actually you know? I'm going to look it up right now so I can kind of see that but yeah but yeah like it's if this is that big of a video for you don't buy the game like legitimately exactly. like, don't threaten the guy's life
2: <laughs> I'm like
0: yes he's going he's to get so worked up over a little person on the internet yelling at him over twitter with the the how many you know millions he made off of that game because that game sold the gangbusters that game like ridiculously sold
1: yeah and i bought like, it
0: i was gonna say it's like i doubt he's losing sleep over you know an heir in their mother's basement yelling so how- death threats you know what i mean
1: so how's that gonna work so they got the remastered version coming out are they giving everyone who bought the game previously like a free upgrade or how's that work i'm not sure i thought or is it going to be a completely different game where you have to you have to pay the full price of a game again because i did hear one time that they were going to offer people who buy the ps5 and have the ps4 version of spider-man they were going to get a free copy on the ps5 that's what my understanding at least
0: i don't know about the spider-man game i know they were talking about doing that for avengers
1: uh, that might be what I'm thinking then. I know they were, doing, know they were doing that with
0: Avengers because Avengers like just dropped so soon. Mm. Okay, like that makes the sense. PS5 dropping because like the <clears throat> PS5 pre-orders came out like what a month or two after Avengers dropped. So mm-hmm. it was like that makes sense with Spider-Man. It was kind of like I don't know if they'll do that mm. because at this point the Spider-Man game's like two years old. Yeah, that's true. Like it's been out for a while. It doesn't feel like it, but it's been out for a while. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you want to play a remastered version of it, there's a like, good chance that you're going to have to pay
1: for it. When you uh, get the PS4, oh, okay, so the miles PS4 Miles get the Morales version of going...
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. See, I can see that happening with the Miles game because mm-hmm. obviously it's coming out for both consoles and it's a brand new game. That might um, be what I was thinking. With the Peter Parker one, like no, it's a two-year-old game. Like if you want to play it remastered that badly, you're going to have to buy it. I mean, yeah. And I don't blame them. Like it's a two-year-old game. Like at this point, you've if you've completed, wanted to complete it, you've completed it. If you wanted to 100% it, you've probably 100%ed it at this point. Mm-hmm. It's like,
1: I yeah, they're not. Going I have free. I I haven't completed it or 100%ed it yet. But um, I'm an ago, anomaly.
0: I was going to say, how long ago did you buy <laughs> it though? That's the difference. I mean, I bought it.
1: Could yeah i bought it like three months ago so
0: yeah i was gonna say i mean more people who bought it when it came out two years ago not <laughs> somebody who grabbed a ps4 because they were starting to go cheap because the ps5 <laughs> was coming out hey what can i say <laughs> not that i blame you i do I'm not birdie. blame you at all i think it's by all means this is the perfect time to snag one if you want a ps4 now's the time because nobody cares about them anymore because the yeah and my,
1: and my understanding is the biggest games on the ps4 are going to be backwards compatible with ps5 and they're going to be upscaled so you won't yeah. have to sell
0: all your games yeah as far as i know it's like they're looking to do that which is pretty sweet and um, and they should be doing like I, I i always think that games like i hate when they don't make stuff backwards compatible i'm like really And mm-hmm. like you want me to know it's so dumb it's like you you can literally get that in your console unless your like technology is so far out there yeah like and it's so advanced of what the previous one was like it's just it's, the computers the game's not going to be able to process properly on it it's like mm-hmm. oh hey seal how's it going man uh, except you won't get your ps3 two
1: games in the five. Oh I yeah i think that's still up for debate i don't. I think they're still trying to work on that uh I, I chances are the problem immu-
0: chances immu- are the more stuff. popular ones will probably rework that you can purchase yeah. on the store digitally but um, and since he's here on chat let me do a shout out for seal the centurion Another awesome streamer that I've started connecting with recently. Uh, there we go. Um ooh, he's playing Civilization last nice. Um but yeah, go ahead and check out Seal as well. Pretty cool dude, very scarily knowledgeable in a lot of things. But yeah, go and check him out, drop him a follow, show him some love from the Comic Clan guys, we appreciate it. Okay, just funny, I just connected my PS3 to my TV to check out what games I have. Uh, Done in the last ten years. I wish I could transfer those to my PS4.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. There's a couple. There was a couple indie games that I bought off the PlayStation Store for when I had PlayStation Three. Oh man, they were so awesome. But they don't have them available for PS4. Uh, whatever.
0: I'm also known for sussing out imposters. You are indeed seal. But that can also be a, a bad trait in among us because like he's great at sussing out imposters, but he's also got this calm voice where you can't tell when he's lying half the time. So if he's the <laughs> imposter it's very hard to suss him <laughs> he automatically takes a leadership role and then you're out an airlock and he wins so <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm on it you seal i've got my eye on you so what you're saying is he's a psychopath <laughs> pretty much anyone <laughs> is that plays among us to be completely
1: honest the game drives you to it <laughs> somebody was telling me about that this week among us like we have a small group at our church and one of the guys he's a huge gamer and he's like dude we all need to play among us and i'm like i've heard of that i've seen people streaming it oh yeah like the game's been out for like was it what was it Seel, like two or three years that game's been out now and oh like, that's I'd... the one that we talked about last week
0: right they are yeah, gonna yeah, make yeah. a sequel yeah we're yeah, gonna make a sequel and they literally stopped just to like keep upgrading this one i've been playing it with like seal and the co trio mm. podcast and stuff and some of their viewers occasionally two years two yeah. years um, it's like, and it's just all of a sudden picked up and it's like it's honestly so fun because you're running around like this little map, you've got tasks to do, and it's basically a whodunit game and you've got either one or two imposters that run around trying to kill people and you have to decide who the imposters are. Like you report a dead body, trying to decide who someone is and you can vote people off the ship. Hmm. If you get rid of both imposters or complete your tasks, you win. If the imposters kill enough people, they win. And honestly it's hysterical it's like some of the like some of the meetings have been hysterical honestly just some of the running about has been hysterical because we've played it like keeping our mics on um in discord and some of the conversations are hysterical and like <laughs> when people die like you have to go silent but it's so funny how people don't realize when people stop talking for like long periods of time <laughs> it's, like, it's like oh they're dead oh well <laughs> never noticed But yeah, it's honestly it's a fun game. And hey, if you're ever playing Among Us, it's either like five bucks on Steam on the computer or it's like um it's free on mobile if you want to download it on your phone. Alright. Um so it's like it is, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, they never know. It's happened to Seal countless times actually, like we've been chatting, you're on Among Us, and he just went silent (laughs) and nobody's (laughs) noticed. Like he can be in the middle of a conversation and just never respond to anyone and (laughs) picks up on it (laughs) until he's found. That's hilarious. It's like, it's way more fun than it's got any right to be for the type of game it is. It looks very basic, but it's like, yeah, if you get a good group of people, it's hysterical. So, yeah, that's been a fun one. So, there you go. A nice plug for Among Us. Um, But, yeah, so let's jump into topic number two, which is also our big you know discussion for today, or is going to lead mm-hmm. to our big discussion for today. And that was, let's be honest, it could- <laughs> the completely out of the blue announcement out of left
1: field dude yeah
0: completely out of the blue no pun intended um (laughs) of
1: (laughs) that was was bad that was bad (laughs) that was a dad joke that one
0: (laughs) um of jamie fox being announced to be returning as electro to the spider-man movies to the next spider-man movie Uh. (sighs) spider-man But this started a massive conversation because he played Nitro previously, which is like, okay, he's played the character previously, he's coming back. But he played the character in a previous iteration of Spider-Man. It was an amazing Spider-Man 2. Future Cross, link here to the amazing Spider-Man movie discussion that I had with Isaac and the Spider-Man trilogy one where it comes up during that as well. Mm -hmm. with Nitro. He was part of the amazing Spider-Man universe. Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man.
1: I'll be straight up. I follow a couple of satire news sites like Babylon Bee and The Onion and stuff like that. And yeah. I thought this was from them, or or some sort of satire site. And then I actually started reading. I was like, holy crap, they're serious. They really want to do this. Yeah, like I didn't realize it was it was real at first. Like I'd literally had to like look around for this
0: to make sure this was a real news article. Because I'm like, no, yeah. there's no way in the world he's coming back to play Electro, and like, no, he is. Um, he even spoke about he's even. Make, give in and i just went on it basically saying that this time he's coming back it's like he's not going to be blue it's not going to be the same as before he's going to be a badass this time
1: well and did you see the the picture that he posted on his instagram when he posted about it it was a multiverse mm-hmm. shot like different spider-mans i think you had um what was it spider gwen you had miles morales it was a shot from spider into the spider-verse i believe with yeah. him like in the clouds yeah he he was he deleted it which yeah. everybody's saying that the marvel snipers got him which is almost like basically confirmation that it's legit.
0: Yeah, I'd say, and I hated everything to do with Amazing Spider Man, although all the villains were weak looking and boring. Yeah, like the Amazing Spider Man movies are like, there's good points to them, and definitely check out our episode on that. There's definitely some good stuff um, in those movies, but it's one of those weird things of like everyone was ready for that next Spider Man, but now, like, being almost like a decade on from like the Sam Raimi movies. Mm-hmm. everyone looks back at those with, like, such great nostalgia. Yeah. And the Amazing Spider-Man movies is kind of not quite looked on that well anymore, which is weird because yeah. they were for a while. And then people kind of, like, started falling out of love with them, which, like, I don't hate them. There's definitely a about, lot
1: of issues. you talking about the Andrew Garfield ones?
0: Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't hate them. Like, there's definitely good stuff in there, but there's a lot well i don't hate the first one yeah there's definitely good stuff in the second one but like there's a lot wrong with it (laughs) as well yeah
1: i remember when they first came out i bought the first one on blu-ray and then i was like i'm not even buying the second one i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna do it i mean i didn't i i hated pretty much everything about the movie i didn't hate necessarily the design of electro but I just hated the way that Jamie Foxx played him. And I love Jamie Foxx as an actor. He's a fantastic actor. Yeah. I just think they went all kinds of wrong with the way that they did Electro. Topher Grace's Venom. No, I no I Raven. will ban you from chat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. That is my dude. Is... Not Topher Grace. Okay, you're like that. It's like I
0: didn't hate Amazing Spider-Man and then which is like, okay. If you didn't hate the second one, we've got questions, and then like, can we bring back topher for Grace's venom? It's like okay. It's like That's I where I draw you're... the line. <laughs> it's like that's 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 too far. <laughs> uh, let's see Electro come in the universe, set up the multiverse. We're gonna get into that shortly. Um, mm-hmm. And read some good parts, but they missed a lot in Amazing Spider-Man. I don't think the issues is they missed a lot in Amazing Spider-Man too. I think the major issue for me is that they tried to cram too much in. Like they tried to cram all the stuff in the amazing spider-man too and it was yeah. so much of it was unnecessary
1: i just uh, i personally don't think andrew garfield was right for peter parker i think they could have gone with someone else i, I don't think, he, think... I, I think he was too tall and i think he looked too old i think he got the mannerisms and the personality of peter parker right but everything else i think his look i think i, was st- well. I
0: still stand by like the toby Maguire was a really good peter parker but mm-hmm. andrew garfield was a good spider-man like when he was allowed to do the quips and all the different stuff. Yeah, and other. yeah I agree with I that. I think they I both portrayed different elements well. I never actually watched Spider-Man 3. Don't waste your time. <laughs> just, <laughs> just don't. It's not worth it. If you're yeah. any, if you have any sort of fan of Spider-Man, it's like it's not going to go well. If you just want to keep two hours of your life back to yourself, let uh, me, there you go. Let me sum up what everybody remembers from Spider-Man 3. Is that- the,
1: I don't have hair, but if I did, I would flick it out of my...
0: <laughs> the the dance oh, and then the, oh, the hair has awful. to can i get my hair over to the side it's not long let me
1: see to... how many different ways that we can reinvent the <laughs> hobgoblin oh let's put him on a glider there we go god gl- <laughs> let me put him on a glider with some snow with some snowboard goggles <laughs> I, oh <laughs> that was awful that was so bad everyone's uh, right saying
0: awful. tom holland is great as both like i think tom holland does a really good job i think tom holland works in the mcu version of spider-man I think that version of it. I don't know if it would work in another version, but the way they've set it up, he does a really good job. Yeah. Uh, my main issue with the Tom Holland stuff, and I do have issues with it, is mostly with the supporting cast. A lot of the supporting mm-hmm. cast, I am not a fan of, and I've said it yeah. before. Like I, I'm not a fan of MJ. Hmm. Me neither. I I don't mind Zendaya playing her. I have no issues with that. It's definitely it's not a fantastic actress it's not a, the, oh they've cast of someone black to be Mary Jane it's not that it's like I don't like the way they've written their personality it's too different mm-hmm. from the Mary Jane that I fell in love with in the comics as partners yeah. equal for me yep. That's just it's just too far from that I'm not even going to get started on Flash Thompson because I'll go on a rant with that I, I, dude he's a tech he's a tech bully now okay
1: he's not a physical bully okay
0: no he's not no that's not a thing he's not a tech bully i
1: mean a rich bully he's a rich bully okay that's no he's meant to be a big <laughs> thug because
0: that's the man that ends up going into the military becoming part of the military loses his legs and becomes agent venom in the future i'm like that barat cannot become agent venom and I freaking want Agent Venom at some point. Is one of he might
1: be able guys. to get a swole man. You never know. He might be able to get that swole on. <laughs> no. It's like, I'm sorry. I don't
0: see him as a guy who was a bully that has his life turned around by looking up to Spider-Man. When he's a kid that gets bullied himself, he legitimately gets bullied in Far From Home. Yeah. It's, it's pretty like, bad. No. Like, I don't you know, mind Ned. I don't mind Ned oh yeah absolutely rhino was not necessarily an amazing spider-man no to... i mean he was in the freaking trailers for it and i'm like and
1: they just why? wasted paul giamatti because he's a treasure every I man, love paul i love mean come on dude and you wasted he's awesome. him and rhino like that it's like oh i it's love awful. giamatti and the, the, they put it in the trailers that one shot of him running and it was literally that one shot that was all it was in the movie. And do it do was right at the of end, him right? In
0: the giant rhino armor and like Spider-Man coming in with a freaking manhole cover, like, oh yes, this is gonna be an awesome fight. In credits, like you are yeah, right kidding in. me. I'm like, you are, are you kidding me. I don't even get to see the fight. I want to see Spider-Man take on a big mech rhino. I want to see it more than I don't. Apart, you know, I the want to see.
1: I want to see him take on a big guy in, in a rubber rhino suit. That's what I want to see. Do you know
0: what? If anyone could pull it off, it would be the MCU. They would be able to make that a credible threat. Oh, Mike Cage coming in with a big comment. Uh, they missed the Sinister Sick parts to come into the movie. The rhino was wasted. No clue who were going to be in Doc Ock, Vulture. So, yeah, they just set up all the yeah, deck. They didn't have to set up anybody uh, from Oscorp. Uh, teasing Osborne Senior dying, which was like uh, you killed off Norman Osborne, the Green Goblin. <laughs> Like at the start of Amazing Spider-Man 2, do you even understand it? Mutating into the ultimate Green Goblin. Yeah, I feel like that's what they were trying to hint at, was like they're mutating into like what the ultimate Green Goblin, who he is actually like a big Goblin monster. Yeah, um, yeah. Which is, I think, what they were hinting at with Electro as well, because Electro in the Ultimate Universe is blue, is that like hmm. electricity look to him. Yeah. Uh, and the International Trailer had Venom. or Yeah, there went to be a symbiote in it as well. They teased all the stuff, and it was like it was although in so, seeing that talking about sinister six that's became the big question as well are we heading towards the sinister six in the movies? well
1: so we we know there's talks for craven because right let,
0: let's start not even talks so let's talk with who we've got we've got vulture yeah he's still alive we've got scorpion doesn't have his suit but it's mike
1: gargan and we have mysterio we've got mysterio now, did mysterio mysterio died Right at the end of. Did farm. he though? He's he's a he's a, he's a person of illusion. He makes you think certain That's things. That's true. That's true. That if if, any, if there was a door left open for anyone to be still alive, yeah. If yeah. any
0: Spider-Man villain could have pulled yeah. that off, like exactly. yeah, Mysterio. Yeah. Exactly. So we've got Mysterio. So he's alive. So there's. We three. now have it so confirmed have- that we've got Electro. He has been confirmed. Like yep. I like to point out, the rest of these we're going to talk about today are rumors that have started coming out. They have not been mm-hmm. confirmed. Electro has been. So we literally have four of the Sinister Six. You literally need Craven and Doc Ock. Craven and Doc Ock. And we've got the Sinister Six. We are literally two characters away.
2: Mm-mm.
1: Also, if you wanted to do an alternative take on the um, Sinister Six, you could put Sandman in there. But, um, yeah, let's just not just depends go back. on what they want to do with let's that. Let's not go back I, to the I think they Man could do well. that well. <laughs> let's not go back to the Sandman well. That'll just bring back Dude, bad John memories. Cena posted a fan pic of him as Sandman. All right? And if that doesn't happen, I riot. I riot. I can kind of see that, actually. <laughs> i can weirdly see that. i was half joking but he's actually the right size for sandman yeah well, yeah, well compared he to what he just can't go, act i
0: feel so sorry for the guy that played sandman in spider-man 3 because like he was Dude, actually, he's a fantastic actor he was a he's a great actor and it's like yeah i, I forgot his name
1: right. off, <laughs> i forgot his name
0: it's like, the guy that played him before i'm like he's actually a really good casting choice for it like he actually looked like sandman and he played the part well i think he'd have done a really good job if he'd you know had a better like director
1: trying to remember his name and it's going to bug me until i find it out just imdb it dude i know i am oh well i don't want to hold everybody up no, that's all right
0: you can keep looking i'll keep i'll ramble over something um but yeah so that's that's became a big question it's thomas, a- hayden
1: there you go. thomas hayden church that's it thomas hayden
0: church sorry i knew it. it's like cause it always happens when we start talking about <clears> something <throat> else your brain like rejigs something back into working but yeah, so that's the big talk. Is like, we, could we be seeing a uh, Sinister Six? Maybe not in this movie, because uh, we still need to set up Craven and Doc Ock, but or whoever else they put in. But those would be the the two obvious ones to put in because i have already so rumoured
1: them. I've heard there are rumors about Craven before this whole Electro thing popped out. I heard that Raven possibly might be in the next Spider Man, but I could be wrong.
0: I'd be up for a Craven one if they'd done it properly.
1: Like Craven could actually be a really good villain for them
0: i can't wait to see what they
1: do they, they've got to introduce doc ock right and you know after playing the spider-man game and seeing how they did dr ock it's so doc awesome ock the relationship is, he has with peter he's arguably
0: one of spider-man's biggest villains yeah like i mean venom's like his his counterpart has like evil spider-man version but the truth is like he's not actually around that frequently mm-hmm. the big one would definitely obviously have to be norman osborne the green goblin and um, he's been a thorn in spider-man's side and the marvel universe's side for a long time
1: dude somebody floated matthew mcconaughey as norman osborne how sweet would that be
0: i could see I that can totally
1: working. see that absolutely i could see that working because he's the right age maybe slightly young but I, he's right around the right age and he has it may work actually because
0: if you think about like he's younger than what you would expect but then again like peter parker's still in high school mm-hmm. so like he's actually that's what i'm saying he's actually a fairly good age for it yeah um. it's like, also, if you want to say Norman Osborne's a bit, you know, younger than he should be, you can pretend he was one of the people that got snapped.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so all right. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that this is going to go the route? So it's obviously integrated with the MCU. Do you think it's going to go the route of a multiverse within the Spider-Man? Um. Okay. So that's our playground.
0: Yeah. So that's our big. That's our big conversation topic. Is because that's what's been getting floated around a lot. Yeah. they are bringing in the previous actor to play electro to play mm-hmm. the character again mm-hmm. he's coming back to play the same character but it's with a new universe and we've already had a lot of hints at multiverse like doctor strange and the multiverse of madness is one of the big movies that's getting set up for yeah. this phase and they've already hinted at wandavision is going to tap into the multiverse like that's what mm-hmm. all the different worlds that she creates actually creates a multiverse of stuff this is obviously going to play a big part going forward. Yeah. Whether or not it's a massive hole or like at least as a, this is out there. Yeah. My only, the only thing that's making me think it's not a multiversal thing. is the fact that he said that he's not going to be blue as this Electro. But then again, like I, details can come out and things can change. And I'm like, yeah, If the other rumours are true, it's it's a definite yes. Yeah. Um, For anyone who's not seen, we did try and post it on social media, but the other rumours are that Kirsten Dunst, from the Sam Raimi trilogy, could be returning as Mary Jane. Uh, Dane DeHaan, who played Harry Osborn, Green Goblin, in the Amazing Spider-Man movies, could be reprising his role as Harry Osborn. Mm Mm-hmm. Um which then led to the the one that you literally tagged me in this morning which literally dropped like today mm-hmm. of apparently that in uh, Marvel Studios is in major talks again this is all rumored is apparently in major talks with Ryan Reynolds to reprise yeah. Deadpool.
1: Yeah, the source is saying that it's the biggest uh it's the biggest contract in MCU history and it, it if you know your stuff uh, so Robert Downey Jr was in eight pitchers as well as samuel jackson i believe so the insiders are basically saying that it's at least he's going to be showing up in at least 10 properties or 10 separate films uh and it's probably going to be the biggest mcu contract ever made
0: which i kind of said Uh, to you as well like it makes sense to offer this mm
1: -hmm. because
0: if you think about how hot properties are like deadpool's one of the hottest superhero properties out there yeah um, not to mention on top of that, like Deadpool's money that it drew in is like on par with like Avengers money. Yeah, it it's is. the it's the money that the DCEU wishes it could have made against Avengers. You know what I mean? It's like in Deadpool, freaking did it. Uh, the guy who played Vandal Savage in Legends is close to looking like Craven. Yeah, I just actually, yeah, I could see it. Yeah, he is it. actually. He'd actually be a really good casting choice for that. I think he does look fairly like Craven i
1: like um, I mean the obvious choice is um what's his face from walking dead um that's I'm the not, obvious choice right i'm not gonna lie for a minute there i thought you were gonna say the obvious choice is shia labeouf <laughs> <laughs> uh i forgot that guy's name the dude who plays um the guy with the bat i don't i'm, I'm not a oh huge uh down. jeffrey dean morgan that's it that's it so he's obvious choice you also have joe manganiello manganiello or whatever how do you ever say his name <laughs> What was, um, what was his name? or Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> you have Shia LaBeouf as well.
0: For anyone who doesn't know, for like three weeks now, like <laughs> like Nitro has had a series like man crushing Shia LaBeouf, like casting him in every superhero movie possible.
1: So he gets um, way too
0: much hate. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, apparently, your love for him is making up for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, I, <sighs> he'd be a good casting choice for that thing. Yeah. Yeah, but kinda of back to this, so like, yeah, it it makes sense offering Ryan Reynolds a deal. Because let's be honest, Ryan Reynolds, I kinda of said it to you off stream as well. Um, Ryan Reynolds is one of those guys who has played the character who like no one else should be picking that up.
1: Yeah. Well and he's he's championing the character as well. See, for close yeah, to like ten ch- years. He's been championing the character. He's wanted
0: ever since Origins dropped, like he wanted the real Deadpool to be on screen. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that freaking leaked the test footage. Yeah. You know, I mean, he leaked the test footage himself so the movie would get made because he knew fans would love it.
1: Yep. he knew if they saw that 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 test footage, it would get made, no question. It's like, and if he and does did, not, if he does not get cast
0: in it, fans will revolt against it. I honestly think it's mm-hmm. it's the same as like that. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool, same yeah. way that and within like you know society now, like Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. He's played the character for so long. Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. You know, like these actors become synonymous with these roles and it's like I don't think they could do it without him playing Deadpool because Deadpool's only been in two movies like properly so it's like him coming in would be a massive get especially since they lost Robert Downey Jr and they lost Chris Mm -hmm. Evans at the end of Endgame and then obviously with the passing of Chadwick Boseman and like the future of Black Panther kind of up in the air as they reshuffle things having someone like Deadpool and throwing him into everything Mm -hmm. is almost like a guaranteed paycheck yeah it's a guaranteed income
1: yeah i think they're i mean they're gonna have to not necessarily go deep cut with all the new the next new characters and next leaders of the of the mcu but yeah you're gonna have to bring people in like deadpool fantastic four all that stuff to namor all that stuff to kind of like yeah almost reset the cast almost you almost have
0: to, but that's the thing. Someone like Deadpool would be a good person to do that with because Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool is loved by fans. Like Anyone who's not a comic book fan hearing X-Men in itself or hearing Fantastic Four, all they're going to think is the previous Fox properties mm-hmm. and they're actually turned off. Like, like I, I am a huge X-Men fan. Mm-hmm. I am desperate for the X-Men to be done properly. But yeah, if I, I didn't know the comics and I just knew the movies... I could not care less about the x-men joining the MCU because yeah. i'm like why do they need them it's like only as a comic fan do i know what they can become yeah but like deadpool he is beloved and he would be a great and for everyone kind of like what iron man was like do you want to draw more people back into this that is you know we actually have somewhere we're going with this he would be a great uh, so how do you think
1: they would how do you think that they would do that so do you think they, they, would, they would have a shoot I don't know what i'm trying to say do you think that they would obviously have him in his own regular <laughs> you know, movies because obviously one of his biggest selling points is he's just he just tells it like it is whatever and he has a sardonic sense of humor Um obviously they're gonna have to integrate him into like i say family friendly and air quotes but pg-13 mcu films that are more that have more broader appeal right yeah do you think they're the gonna thing. do both do you think they're gonna do both or I think they could do
0: both. I don't know if they yeah. necessarily would, but they could. Because that's the thing. People forget that a lot. Like, if you read, like, a like single, like, Deadpool comics... Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, in the comics, Deadpool is not, like, as R-rated as he is in the movies. I'm just yeah. saying. People yeah. expect that from the <clears throat> comics. Like, he's really not. But, like, you've gotten stuff like that. Like, um, Wolverine's actually a really good example of it. Mm-hmm. If you read Wolverine's solo runs, they are a lot more graphic and a lot more bloody and a lot more violent and a lot more... Um, adult content yeah than like if he's teaming with the avengers or even the x-men mm-hmm. but it, it still like, works it, it works you can do both because there's two versions of the characters that like, the character can be that out there but he doesn't need to be same oh, with deadpool okay. that makes sense like deadpool can be like this crazy out there character he's a mercenary mm-hmm. he does all this stuff but at the same time you could have him do his whole you know what i'm a good guy i'm gonna go join the avengers yeah and like and you can also play it up as well. He breaks the fourth wall. You can play mm-hmm. up the sheer fact that he knows he's now owned by Disney yeah. <laughs> and that he has to behave himself and that he can't... Yeah. Kind of like what they did with... Um, what was it? Once Upon a Deadpool or whatever the heck they called it. Like the remaking of Deadpool 2 where it was like... Uh-huh. They made it PG-13 but it was him reading the story to Fred Savage. Oh, yeah, that's and he right. Took, <laughs> and he took out all the adult content <laughs> because he was reading the bedtime story. That's so funny. As like you could literally do that like he's aware now like crap I'm in a Disney world it's like, it's like I can't, Dude, I can't it'd cuss be if, it'd
1: be hilarious if they beeped him out in like the movies that'd be so funny it'd be hilarious if they beeped him out but like he's the only one that's aware of it yeah so, Like he's so, like, even... we didn't hear what you just said what did you so say?
0: like yeah. they don't even hear him cuss but he audibly hears a beep every time he swears <laughs> like beep like <laughs> it's like really <laughs> Like you know, I mean, you could. Ha- that's the thing with Deadpool. He's such a great um, fourth wall breaking character. You could do yeah. so much with him.
1: The only thing I, I think I would be weary of is like him breaking the fourth wall so much would maybe take people because th- there's a, there's there's a there's a time for that, right? A Deadpool movie, you expect him to break the fourth wall. It's just part of the show. With the other types of movies, like the MCU movies that are that we try to take as seriously as we can. Like I'm trying to think of. A winter soldier with deadpool in it breaking the fourth wall i feel like that would take you out of that do you agree
0: yes i think you would have to use it appropriately
1: yeah um, i think
0: you would need to find the right situations to drop it Mm -hmm. like if he appears next to the avengers he doesn't necessarily you know like break the fourth wall
1: yeah but like maybe when
0: he's on his own or something but i remember like him doing a a great comment called i think it's suicide kings Mm -hmm. Um, and it's him and punisher Okay, and like in Punisher, like and him are like torturing these guys trying to get information, and Punisher walks away for a minute and comes back, and Deadpool's killed them. He's like, <laughs> "What did you kill the dudes for?" I like, "Cause you were going to do it, and it's my comic." He's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and it's just throwaway line, and they don't even have a conversation about it after that. Like Punisher yeah. just accepts that he's nuts and moves on. And it's like you know, it's like just little throwaway lines like that. Depending on the movie, like imagine him doing that in something like like him crossing over with spider-man something that everyone wants to see or him crossing over with like ant-man or something like Mm. in those sorts of movies yeah you can get away with that completely
1: yeah
0: you know or imagine him with like the guardians of the galaxy oh my gosh imagine imagine him with thor
1: him and thor hilarious with
0: thor you know what i mean like it's if you use it right and that's yeah i agree i trust the mcu to use them right uh, let's jump to the chat uh, there's one character of ryan reynolds that someone else can have and that's green lantern 100 <laughs> anyone else can have that uh one comic version of thanos curses deadpool has powers so deadpool can't die because death loves deadpool and thanos likes death so he keeps them apart <laughs> well yeah that's the whole big thing is that apparently like you know thanos is trying to be with death and that was a whole infinity gauntlet thing um but like deadpool also has a thing for death as well and death actually has a the hots for him but like it can never be with her because like he can't die so it's this like really bizarre like a love triangle like i I love it it's like that'd be really cool to do as well but yeah so let's delve into the the big sort of talking point for this thing because we've talked about it's like the big rumors going everywhere right now is the multiverse is coming Mm -hmm. you know Multiverse of Madness is obviously the setup for that, we knew we were going to start hinting at it, but having these characters come in, especially like for the Spider-Man world who are part of the previous Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. um, is opening up the possibilities of it even further, it started people clamouring, they want to see Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield crossover, yeah. and a kind of live action into the Spider-Verse for the three Peter Parkers. Um, I'd be up for that just as long as we get Tobey Maguire's like more like grown up Spider-Man a bit more like the Peter yeah, Parker like a a little, little bit of a beer belly <laughs> get him like Peter B Parker from <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse see if you do yeah. that I'm happy I'll, yeah. I will 100% be okay with that that would be really cool man Um, but, I... you, but the big thing for the multiverse and I seen someone comment on one of the posts on Twitter that um, we put up and it kind of made me think about it a little bit of like is delving into the multiverse too big for a movie For movies, Like, the multiverse is a part of comics. 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, Marvel and DC, multiverse is a thing. Variants mm-hmm. of characters have happened. It's even been touched on in TV shows, you know? Yeah. Like, um, Crisis on Infinite Earths for the CW is a good one because we've seen various Superman yeah. men coming together. We've seen um, Ezra Miller and uh, Grant Gustin's Flashes meet, you know? Mm-hmm but in terms of like a massive movie universe is it something that's doable and not just doable but sustainable to keep the story going
1: yeah so there's i think there's a lot of discussion points here and a lot of unknowns but i'm i'm going to compare like the way that comics does it versus the way that movies do it you know with comics and we've had this conversation comics like specifically dc they know how to do the multiverse. A lot of their stories are based in multiverse stories, and it's very complicated. It has a, a long genealogy. Uh, it's very deep as far as like what they have described about it and all that stuff. And, and I think when it comes to the movies, I don't think you have to get that hardcore. I, I think you can explain it in more simplistic terms. One thing that I think the movies, or the MCU specifically, that universe has going for it, is there's a lot of different avenues that it can use to explain the multiverse you have your films not not, not, not just your big tentpole like avengers type films but you have your each solo character films that can tie in with that you also have disney plus now you have those those off shows that you can do that you can do the animated shows like the what if that's coming out and on top of that you can also have tie-in comics to that if you want it you can do all that to kind of flesh out that multiverse on, on the comic side when it, you're just dealing with comics you just have the main arc and the tie-ins that's it you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and then you know once you're done with that you can do an animated film which they do um, but I think that they can do it I don't think they go ha- have to go in so hard like the comics do I think that they can try to explain it in more simplistic terms that being said I, I know there was like a lot of row over the Avengers Endgame and that simple time plot Thread that they were trying to explain that a lot of people didn't get myself included. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know you might you might have a point
0: See, that's the thing thing uh, first to as to the chat saying you had to mention Ezra Miller invading Grant's spotlight. I'm like Dude, I had to mention it because like no one saw it coming because no one yeah. thought it was a thing Um I guess that's the thing for me. It depends how they do the multiverse. Yeah Because because the way people are now talking because of this happening in the doors that it's opening like a couple of days ago before we knew this the multiverse was is a thing it's established yeah and marvel like the next one is next doctor strange movie is doctor strange and the multiverse of madness yep yeah. we're at least hinting that the multiverse is a thing that there are other universes there are countless universes out there with countless versions of us and doing countless various things that's being established and if that was a throwaway thing of like okay that's out there and we're going to put it over there mm-hmm. it's doable yeah but with this stuff getting announced and rumored it's like people are starting to question of like if it's going to be a bigger thing yeah i do think it's doable but i think it has to be done in a very specific way
1: i agree and it like, seems like seems like sony might be taking the charge on this on oh, the whole multiverse thing different versions of the same character and that scares me
0: <laughs> if it's them taking charge of it I am terrified because they haven't gotten single versions of the characters right no. half the time so no. Um, but if it's the MCU and they're doing it it could I be can done well yeah. I think something interesting that you brought up as well is the fact that like, if they utilized their different platforms like yes. if they had movies but they also had like they're really pushing the Disney Plus shows as part of the phase mm-hmm. now which was interesting because like the previous shows that they've all done have all been cut off. So, like, you know, like um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is now finished. Like, Runaways is cancelled. Um, yeah. Clock and Dagger stopped. And um, Humans was ignored. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like all yeah. these previous shows have basically been shut down. The Netflix shows have all been put down. Mm-hmm. It'd be a really easy way to explain, like, oh, yeah, well, we'll finish telling those stories, but they're out there somewhere in the multiverse. Yeah. and it would be a great way of still having them kind of be part of everything, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like if you're trying to tie all these things in, you, for those that are going to delve into that, like us, we're big comic guys. We're going to delve into that. Like when all the Disney Plus shows drop, I'm watching them. You know, oh, I'm going to check them out. You know, and they're obviously hinting at multiverse in that as well, just with the what-if stories, because that's mm-hmm. what the what-if stories are, really. If you think about them in the grander scheme of things, they're actually, oh, what if this happened means, well, this actually happened in this universe over here.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because anything yeah. that could have happened has happened, right? Yeah. That's the basic gist of the multiverse.
0: That's the gist of the multiverse, so the what-if stories take place in there. So mm-hmm. on top of that, though, is like, you start to kind of do this come across this thing of kind of like in the comics, kind of like when they do a big event and you get all these tie-ins like every issue of every comic ties into it Mm -hmm. which I freaking hate first of all that's a whole rant for another day but if it's the same thing in the movies it's like the big thing in the comics is always then the question of well, see, to get the gist of the story and what's going on, can I just read the main story or do I need to read the 50 million tie-ins? Yeah. It's like, and that's going to be the thing for this. Like, can I just watch the movies? I like the movies and still uh-huh. understand what's going on. Like if they do shows or if they do comic tie-ins or if they do whatever, is that going to just add to the experience or is it going to be I think, a case I of... Think, like...
1: I think it would work just like comics, right? Or am I going I to miss it's... out if I miss these things? And... Yeah, I think, in my opinion, I think it would work just like comics, I mean, it would. Go ahead.
0: I was going to say as well, though. Also, you run the risk of like if it's just going to be in the movies, which they're really pushing stuff for the movies for this. Is it too big of a thing to do for people to really latch onto and enjoy? Because, like, it's if you just take it at face value, yeah, it's a very basic thing, but it's also a massive concept of that alters things and. Because if you're going to introduce the multiverse, it means you need to do something with it. Yeah. The honest truth is, like, I'd i rather DC did the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the rumor for a long time, was like, yeah. that was what it was going to be. Like, we did the DCEU stuff, and it was kind of, some were doing well and some weren't. Mm-hmm. But then we got stuff like Joker, mm-hmm. which is like a completely different version of the Joker from the Jared Leto's DCEU Joker. Yeah. And it's like, oh well, that's in another universe, and there was talks of like a Red Sun movie, um, and there was talks for a while that Shazam wasn't part of the DC EU; it was going to be his own separate thing as well. And mm-hmm. I think for where their universe went, it actually made sense because it's like if you were going to do a multiverse, like well, we can do whatever stories we want, yeah. Which is basically how DC functions right now is like a like, pretty it's, much their comics right now are basically a case of like. All this happened or none of it happened. Like, mm-hmm. do you think this thing happened? Then it happened. Or oh, do you not want it to have happened? Oh, don't worry, it didn't happen. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> don't think about it too hard. Yeah. Just yeah. Whatever they need to happen at the time happens. It's like and they've kinda moved on from that. And I think the movies kinda yeah. benefited from that. Yeah. That I way think... that way you can have like those that love Justice League and Batman v. Superman, but you can also have those that love standalone stuff like Joker and like Shazam, which is kind of off on its own and you know, it's like these different things for Marvel. It's just, I feel like their world is so big already. Yeah. Like, because, like, even what's left, like, okay, like, Iron Man left and Captain America's gone and all this stuff. We've got so many characters now getting their own movies. So many characters are getting TV shows to continue their stories. Yeah. And we've got this whole vast expanse universe out there to explore mm-hmm. that we've barely even touched on. Yeah, so and then when they start introducing other characters that are other versions of them, it's like, I'm like, is this going to be too much for people? Because there's already a group of people out there saying they're sick of superhero movies and comic
1: book mm -hmm. movies. Like, is this going to be a bridge too far? And I'm worried that it might be. I agree with you for the most part, um, because there's a ton of characters, specifically in Marvel, that they haven't introduced that people have been asking for for years. Mm. Right, like sometimes close to a decade. Like, we really want a good Fantastic Four. People have been asking for that for a long time. Um, So, And that has nothing to do with the multiverse. So I I still think they have a lot of money to spend outside of the multiverse. That being said, I'm not against them doing the multiverse. I do think DC uh, has a cooler spin on it because their individual movies are amazing. Like, the Joker, specifically, I'm I'm thinking of, was amazing um and being able to
0: by the way just batman
1: tim burton's batman 1989 amazing issues obviously amazing and nostalgic so being able to tie all those in you're bringing generations together it's just it's magic i think what they're doing with marvel i think it would just be an opportunity to increase their audience and like you said you run the risk of just trying to cram too much down people's throats because you got you have the model right now i know the pandemic Whatever, but you have the model that they've gotten used to of three to four movies a year, right? If they do a multiverse and they're introducing all these different characters from all these different universes, that's going to have to change, yeah. Because there's no way you're putting Avengers in-game level characters in each movie. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. amount of characters in each movie and being people being able to process it every time.
0: See, that's my thing. Is I like that's I guess that's that I'm kind of part of the feeling I'm having as well. Is exactly that is. Is it going to burn people out because it's just it's too many big things at once? Like, you, do you get to have slow burn stories anymore? Do you get to have short term stuff anymore, or is it all gonna? Is it all gonna need to be these massive stories, like all these massive crossovers with these different
1: people? It's like, it could be done. Yeah, it could be done, and I think they have the right person to helm it. To helm it. Yeah, I, mean, I think Kevin Feige is the right person to to figure out how to do it properly.
0: Yeah, and I mean that set is like, if anyone's going to do it properly, it's going to be him. It's going to be Kevin Feige, mm-hmm. and um, he could do an amazing job with this. And he he's proven himself time and time again. Yeah, I guess that set is like, for the comics, like, it's so easy to go into the multiverse stuff. It's so easy to expand out any of these stories. Yeah for the movies it's like because like for stuff like that you know I mean like you can give throwaway characters like Into the Spider-Verse like these different spider characters and then if someone works like um, Spider-Gwen for example they get their own spin-off series like she did yeah but for the movies like it's a lot of investment as well to bring a character to fruition Yeah, and it's a lot to bring a character through that you're then going to just do nothing with and it's like I Marvel managed to, like, you know, catch lightning in a bottle with the MCU. Mm-hmm. People forget that so much, because, like, Marvel, like, oh, it's this big, massive thing there. Like, people forget that everything was on the line with Iron Man that could have mm-hmm. bankrupt the company. Yeah. And they managed to pull off something that everyone else has now tried because of them and failed. Everyone has tried a cinematic universe, and yeah. no one has done it right except for marvel they're the only ones who have pulled it off on any level and i'm like i don't know if that can expand to doing a multiverse because it's such a massive concept
1: so here's my thing i think the way the dc is approaching it is that they're making the multiverse the thing that is the thing Mm -hmm. i think if marvel does want to go this route i think they can make the multiverse a thing but not the thing they can make it an aspect of the movies, an aspect of the overall story, but not the main aspect. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's good. Answer, you have yeah. like, like maybe like in in this Spider-Man the mini universe over here. There's like they play up that multiverse story big time. Like that's a big thing over here. Maybe over here with Fantastic Four. Yeah, it's definitely a part of it, but it's not the main thing. Yeah, it, it exists. It's like... Obviously, it's not the main thing.
0: I think it, I think a, that they yeah. could
1: approach it that way. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that'd
0: be great. And you can even make it a thing for, like, the thing for one character. Like Doctor yeah,
1: Strange. or exactly.
0: Like, or, like, the Fantastic Four, if you introduce them. That is a big part of their thing is time and space and universe travel and all that.
1: hmm And you can make it a... You can make it the thing for, like, one of the tit movies. Like, if you do a Secret Wars movie. The Secret Wars movie is all about the multiverse or whatever. You can yeah. do it that way. Because I um, guess
0: that's my thing as well. Like, the multiverse right now, like, I also you saying that like the tentpole movies like we've we've literally just gotten confirmation in the last few weeks and we talked about it on the show that the MCU is bringing in Kang the Conqueror Mm -hmm. as probably the next big one and it's like so we're still kind of playing on the time travel thing which makes sense because it's after effects and aftershocks of Endgame which was all about time travel Mm -hmm. so to then have that like spot on somebody like Kang the Conqueror it makes sense in progression yeah but like is that something that's something you would also have to work with very well if you did them both like now would be making the multiverse a massive thing along with time travel still being a big thing and a big part of going forward which is like I I think I agree with you saying like I think Marvel needs to make it a thing like the multiverse Mm -hmm. is there
1: yeah it exists we've acknowledged
0: it. it Yeah, but like we're focusing on what's happening on our earth. Yeah. Like, we don't have to DC's... call out to
1: the multiverse every single movie yeah. that like, we DC's make.
0: DC's grabbing the brass ring with that one. They are running with, yeah. like, with stuff like Joker and all that as spinoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also like you're seeing with Flashpoint when they talked about we're going to have Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah. Appearing like they're, all, they're already highly hinting at the multiverse. Yeah. So it's like, let DC run with that. Mm-hmm. Because this could be a good defining thing for DC, so that they can run with something and be different from Marvel. Because they, yes, yeah. I think the DC EU is desperate for an identity, and I think that could give it to them if it's done properly.
1: Well, yeah, and I, I think one of the aspects of people when they talk about su- superhero fatigue is it's because all the movies are the same. So when you allow studios to be different and do different things and people champion that that's where that superhero fatigue is less of a thing you know what i'm saying oh yeah absolutely. like there's different types of stories that can still be told that people haven't seen yet you know
0: and catch up and chat there casey and it's like i hope they bring back the marvel netflix actors characters in a brand new marvel tv series in disney plus i would love to see them coming back. Like i'd love to see like especially like We've talked about it plenty vincent of times D'Onofrio. vincent d'onofrio's kingpin and charlie charlie Cox's cox. daredevil. if you give me them i'll be happy like even if they end up having to recast the others like those two yeah. i'm like you're, you're not going to present someone as kingpin to me and make me think it's better or daredevil no, no. and I'm, I'm a big daredevil fan i love daredevil and i'm like yeah. charlie cox is perfect uh, and yeah if they're same.
1: talking about bringing so that gives me hope so they're talking about bringing jamie fox back for electro so why would they not bring back people from other shows to to revise their b-
0: characters? And speaking again of Spider-Man: Far From Home, they already brought back J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, exactly. Right the so end, they're not
1: they a, they're not above it. Yeah, they're so not li- above
0: it. I mean, they've literally already done it. Yeah. So like it's, and then I'm also saying just to throw it in, I'm shocked they cancelled Runaways and Cloak and Dagger. I never really watched
1: Cloak and Dagger. Runaways was cool. Yeah, Runaways was cool. I never saw Cloak and Dagger
0: though. Runaways was cool. I felt like the very end of Runaways though, they just they kinda went off the rails. It was all about like their aliens like taking over their parents and stuff, and then right at the end, Oh, Morgan Le Fay. <laughs> Like for like the last like half of the se- the final season, I'm like, Wow, that was thrown in there. I'm assuming they meant to do more with that. Uh so Insurance Seal doesn't like superhero movies because he thinks they're all kind of the same. Seal's friends. What? <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I I can see what I can see that, but I can also I will argue certain things of that. I think they present other stuff. Mm-hmm. I think the Marvel movies all have a do have a similar formula to them in a lot of ways. Agreed. I'm quite happy to admit that it doesn't make me like them any less. I love them. Yeah, I love the Marvel movies. Um, I think that's where somewhere like DC needs to take risks doing other stuff. Yes because like marvel's got its formula and i'm like and if you're a marvel fan awesome if you love that stuff awesome but like that's why i love looking at stuff that's why we're you know i'm always championing check out other comic book stuff from indie companies like go mm-hmm. to netflix watch umbrella academy or watch lock and key or these different things like i, I promise you it's not you know watch umbrella academy it ain't marvel <laughs> i promise you that, yeah. I, you know uh i'd say cloak and dagger was too slow for me i just i know I even checked out cloak and dagger like i haven't, I haven't seen it at all like Not legitimately even did, so. legitimately with just so many comic properties like i was at the point where i'm like i can only watch so many and like, i have to dedicate time to doing certain things and i'm like i just don't have the time to get into this yeah and i think what made me cut that off was the fact i dedicated time to in humans and got like halfway through it and realized what am i doing with my life was Dude, i, don't, that I don't
1: think i made it through one episode of Inhumans, man it was so bad
0: i watched a few episodes literally i think i was watching it like this has to get better right like this has to no. get better this can't be the whole show and i'm like no it got worse yeah definitely got <laughs> it worse actually got worse uh, umbrella academy is the best i'm missing it out yeah like legitimately i will shout it from the rooftops if you want something different comic booky that's still got superhero elements to it go check out umbrella academy on netflix i promise you not every comic book thing is the same watch that there ain't nothing coming from marvel and dc that's like umbrella academy um but yeah i think i don't know i guess that's the thing as well like a lot of what we're talking is sheer speculation yeah that we don't have information like even stuff of like you know wandavision's gonna touch into the multiverse and like loki's apparently gonna tie into it even at that, it's been kind of throwaway lines. We still don't even know what's happening with Doctor Strange, except that it's called the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. That could mean anything.
1: Yeah, I think, honestly, you know, I think a lot it? of stuff is going to be revealed, or at least the way forward is going to be revealed, and a lot of stuff that was supposed to be released this year. Yeah. Like you have WandaVision, you have even um, Winter Soldier, Falcon Winter Soldier, uh, Eternals. Uh, Black Widow. I feel like a lot of the movies that came out this year were going to kind of set the path for the next phase of Marvel.
0: Yeah, I think that's it, and I think that's the thing. It's fun to speculate on this. Like, if they yeah. do them, because let I'm going to throw it out there. Like, if they do the multiverse and they pull it off, I am all for it. Mm-hmm. I'm not against it. I know I'm being very kind of negative towards it. I'm like, I'm not trying to be you know a downer on that sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm just like I'm. You know what I mean? I'm I'm signed up at this point. Like whatever Marvel, DC, anyone does at this point, I'm pretty much signed up for. I'm going to check it out and at least give it mm-hmm. a go. Um, if they do it right, I'm all for it. Yeah. But it's all speculation at this point. Yeah. I mean, there's so much stuff to focus on. It's going to be awesome. Like, especially from Marvel. Like focusing on stuff like that. Like, um, kind the conqueror? coming and the fact that we could be setting up for a young avengers movie you know or a young avengers tv show which that needs to get a disney plus show 100 percent, that needs to get a disney plus show i mean stuff like that the movies that have been announced like black widow and doctor strange and spider-man 3 and eternals and you know black panther 2 and all the stuff like guardians of galaxy 3 like there's so much there i'm excited for that just existing yeah and if you and honestly, if they want to try and tap into the multiverse, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Because we are now, what, how many years on now? 12? Almost 13 years? 12 years on from when Iron Man dropped.
1: Well, I and mean, the I the all
0: The truth is, the MCU is bigger and has made more money and has been more successful than, let's be honest, it had any right in doing. Yeah launching I think all- when superhero movies were pretty much sucked and with a character that no one cared about yeah sorry dude on you go I'm cutting you off no no no. I was, I was just
1: gonna say i was just gonna say i think all this talk of superhero fatigue again i go back to you need to let people tell different types of stories yeah i think being able to branch out into the multiverse and kind of expand that and all the dimensions as far as what that means to storytelling and all that stuff i think that's gonna just bring it like it'll if they do it right it will inject new excitement into the this genre that people keep saying is getting stale
0: absolutely i absolutely agree with you i think it's an opportunity to to tell different stories or different variants even of characters that we know and let people tell the stories they want to tell Mm and casey and i believe the doctor strange movie is going to set up the multiverse with wanda and it yeah i mean i think that's gonna be a big part of it is wanda is like so powerful we're barely even tapped into that in the movies Mm-hmm. Even if like the multiverse he goes into is just into like whatever dream state this is that she's like creating these universes with her envision, yeah. And um, even if it's just that, it's that's fine. Put it in there yeah. and just let it circulate. And if something great comes from it, let's do it. If not, then it's a thing that's there that someone can hopefully pick up at some point.
1: You know, hey, is me... it's it's. <sighs> let me ask you a question. Do you think that they're gonna? This is kind of a side. Side note: Do you think they're going to do anything with the Secret Invasion storyline? I would assume so, right? They've spent a lot of like time on on the Kree and Skrulls and all that stuff. I think they have to. Yeah,
0: at some point, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I think they kind of have to because now that we've got the the Skrulls mm-hmm. in the universe, thanks to like Captain Marvel, and now thanks to like owning all those properties from Fox. Mm-hmm. Where they can actually use like named scrolls and specific scrolls now, um, I don't think we're going to see it anytime soon. Yeah. Excuse me. I think it's going to be they're going to keep they're still rebuilding the world essentially. Yeah. Following Endgame and following the reshuffling of heroes, but I definitely think it's something we could see down the line. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if stuff for it starts to get set up now. Yeah, like we get stuff like 10 years down the line that looks back to like now and going oh that person took over as one of the main heroes in the world oh yeah they were never a real person they were taken over by a Skrull Mm -hmm. and replaced and setting that stuff up (sighs) but it's weird because they've kind of shot themselves in the foot with that because they tried to do that whole stupid like twist in Captain Marvel of the whole, like, the, the whole thing, of like that, oh, the, the Kree are really bad guys, and the Skrulls are actually good, and I'm like, no, they yeah. both suck. Yeah, and I'm have like, problems. How do you go from making the Skrulls basically kind of good guys that mm-hmm. Captain Marvel's been helping to then, like, turning them into secret invasion force? Yeah. Because you've already kind of done, like, the secret invasion thing of, like, their homeworld being wrecked and then being refugees and trying to hide somewhere and them hiding on earth as heroes yeah that was kind of the whole thing that spurred it on which led to the, obviously the big massive fight and you've already kind of opened that door with that but like you've tried to make them like good guys so i'm like how do you undo that yeah i don't know it's like so it's like i i would say they have to do it at some point though just because you've introduced the scrolls and like and when everyone thinks scrolls and marvel is like that's the first storyline that pops to most people's heads a secret invasion
1: yeah so I'm, I'm switching topics again so going back to the multiverse stuff the one thing that popped into my head just now is as a good like example of how they could do it right um i'm thinking about jonathan hickman's run on fantastic four there's a there's a there's an issue where um richard reed is working on the infinity gauntlet and he finds a way to tap into this like in-between dimension and you have all these different richer reads from all the galaxies or all the different dimensions ha- all have their own version of the infinity gauntlet and they're all working together to solve a problem but that's not like that's obviously a big piece of that story but that's not the story for yeah. that run for that volume that that'd be a cool way I don't I'm just thinking that'd be a cool way to just introduce aspects of the multiverse um but the only thing is that you would you would run the risk of that turning into a like what do they call it a dos, dos machina. Uh, like, machina, it just come, like, yeah, machina yeah, just comes in to save the day anytime or whatever yeah so we well, you that's just gotta be you... really careful about that
0: well that's it if you introduce something like that you have to be very careful on it uh, yeah. and Reed Richards, like he would be the perfect character to do something like that with because that was the whole thing was like in hickman's run it's like it's the council of reeds Mm -hmm. how do you make sure you've got all these intellectuals to talk over like these multiversal problems with but you collect yourself from the you know from the rest of the these multiverses and talk to them yeah people have got the same intellect as you and it's also because the thing is, it's using that amazing level, but it's also used to set up great stuff for that story. Personally, for read, mm-hmm. which I'm not going to mention on stream, because if you guys have not read it and do not know the ending of that, go read Jonathan Hickman's run. It'll take you like three years to get through it, but it's <laughs> worth it. And um, it sets up great stuff for that. Um, but like, it would be an interesting way, and that's it. I think if they do it in that way, like it can bleed into stories and it can be part of certain stories, and certain things can be set up. Like I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm 100% all for that. I'm all for them doing stuff like that. Yeah. Just kind of like we said, I think that's it. Like, make the multiverse a thing. Yeah. You you can't get away from it. It's in comics. It's part of it. It's time to include it. Just don't make it the thing and the defining thing of the universe. Yes. Yes. Because like, that's kind of one of the defining things of Marvel. Has always been dc is about is about gods trying to be like men mm-hmm. marvel's more about like men competing with gods it's always been about the everyday normal people mm-hmm. and how they respond to these big massive epic threats when they yeah. come around um, i've never so heard it's...
1: the two universes explain like that but that makes a lot of sense <laughs> yeah
0: because even think about it like the avengers are all men without really any gods bar like thor the Justice League are all people who are basically gods. Yeah, surrounded by men, except for like Batman, who's a man. Like they've got one that goes against the rule, but pretty much because like on Justice League, you've got Kryptonian, you've got Amazon, you've got Atlantean, you've got a guy with super speed, a police, a space police cop. You know, yeah. Um, on like Earth, you've got billionaire in a suit. You've, got, <laughs> you know, <laughs> guy that's got a super soldier serum, but is essentially just still a man
1: yeah just a really strong you know what i mean you've got
0: a guy with spider powers you've got you know it's like a freaking secret government agent you know yeah an archer you know
1: a <laughs> guy with really good eyesight
0: you know i love that one like it, probably the best explanation of that ever is freaking hawkeye and like age of ultron
1: dude that was hilarious
0: explaining that to scarlet which look like, none of this makes sense i'm a guy with a bow and arrow fighting robots this doesn't make We're sense. fighting
1: robots <laughs> and i have a bow and arrow <laughs> it's like none of this
0: makes sense but i'm gonna go out there and do my job and i'm like yeah that yeah. pretty much defines it yeah pretty much it's like it doesn't make sense but i'm going to roll with it um but yeah i mean and that's the thing it's like if they do the multiverse making it the thing doesn't make sense for marvel because you run the risk of losing the small stories Mm -hmm. and you should never run the risk of losing the small stories with Marvel because yeah yeah, they fight these big epic threats but then you also have like Daredevil who protects Hell's Kitchen and you've also got you know Luke Cage and Iron Fist who are basically guns for hire like protecting people in the streets you've got the friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man it's like a lot of their heroes run on their city on their neighbourhoods on taking care of the little people well they have the avengers taking care of the big threats they have a lot of people taking care of little threats too
1: well and i think that's the thing right because like when you lose sight of the of the really personal like interpersonal stories that's when i think that fatigue comes in right you take a look at joker i mean in essence what is joker about it's about a guy who doesn't feel that he's being recognized or he's being heard that's legit what the movie is about yeah it's a guy who feels like he's not being heard and because of that he turns into this psycho right psycho dude and you know he becomes the person who we all know today is the joker You let take a wicked daredevil netflix characters what's that about it's about taking down a corrupt person yeah 100%. who's involved with government and just in, in people's lives at a local level you know and those stories are some of the best that have been told in recent years like comic book wise oh, yeah, and i 100%. think if if you lose that aspect of the storytelling then yes I 100% agree. The movies are going to start being, being very stale. It's going to be template movies. Um, that's why I think when when MCU steps out of the out of the bounds, when they do stuff like the Winter Soldier and stuff like that, I think that's when they're showing their 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 true strengths.
0: Definitely, because that's that's the thing that's always been Marvel's strength has been the small stories. I mean, even from the beginning, mm-hmm. that's what Stan Lee wanted to do with it. Mm-hmm. When him and Jack Kirby even created these characters, the whole purpose of creating these characters. And creating like the Fantastic Four and stuff was he looked at DC and seen the Justice Society of America, yeah. And he wanted to create heroes that had faults, these heroes were like perfect, they were great, they were good at all times. And he legitimately wanted to create people who were human, mm-hmm. who were you know, who dealt like the Fantastic Four deal with all these big problems and these big epics, but they also deal with like family life as well because they yeah. are family and they have family dynamics and, disagreements and they would have arguments with each other and they would deal with problems. Like, Sue disappeared into the background literally for a chunk of time and Reed was arrogant and got caught in his own stuff. Like, Ben has anger problems. Johnny's an arrogant, you know, jackass. It's like, yeah. they all have, like, these human quality elements which are, like, that makes them a real person. Yeah, That's what made Marvel relatable, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, that, that was what made it different from DC and I think... Marvel needs to remember that, and then DC with their movies has to do what Marvel did with their comics. They have to look at Marvel and go, "That's what they are doing, and it's awesome. How can we replicate that same thing but make it us?" Yes. What do we represent? Because I've always seen it as a case of like Marvel is the the humans doing these amazing things and trying to live up to these great expectations, and kind of like I said, like the DC is the gods looking down on people. Mm-hmm. At the same time, they are the role models yeah they are living a life of like because it's not like a case like oh they are more humanized so they're better it's like it's just different mm-hmm. superman has stuff that he has to deal with yeah he's a really intriguing character when done properly but he's also this amazing character for people to look up to who like kind of like what i love him um, someone describing it if you look at something like the injustice comics which you know we recommended out last week superman is good regardless Mm -hmm. kind of like Spider-Man Spider-Man is always good and always upholds good regardless of what happens to him and he's gone through some crap yeah Superman is good regardless even though he literally could take over like that yeah because who could stop him nobody like legitimately and anyone who throws in this stuff oh Batman has a plan I'm like go read the Injustice comics and watch how that happens he almost kills him within the first like five issues You know, I mean, the only reason he's able to keep up with Superman is because they have to take a pill that helps them have, like, superhuman abilities so they can fight with him. Like, who's going to compete against him? Even the rest of the Justice League with their superpowers, they cannot compete on his level. Mm -hmm. People who, like, Flash, who can technically outrun him, I'm like, yeah, that's great. I'm like, that's not his only ability, though. Yeah. But this man, this god... Who comes down to earth with these powers, and I'm like, could take over like that, but yet he is the best of us. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't come from his powers, that comes from his human upbringing. Yeah. And then I love the description that he even gave of like that. It's like, people don't realize how much I hold back. Yeah. Like, he walks through a world of tissue paper. Can you imagine how gentle and how focused he has to be in every moment of his life. Just to not kill, just to not break things in his everyday life. I'm like, that's what makes him intriguing, is because like you know he's the guy who does good, even though he really, if anyone could choose not to and succeed, it'd be him.
1: Yeah, he could take over the world if he wanted.
0: <laughs> or even Batman. It's like take Batman and his you know status of this untouchable like guy people go like, that, it's like oh well he's a nut job and i'm like the thing is batman knows he's a nut job yeah that's why he raised the robins the way he did that's why he raised dick dick grayson is his greatest success story because he's been trained for combat like he has can do all the things that he can but he is also a normal person he is mm-hmm. also grounded in reality and has a normal life aside from it yeah something that he can never afford himself but he wanted to make sure his sons got it yeah you know, it's like it's you need to look at the different things that make these characters relatable. And you use that in the movies. And that's something I don't think they do. Like, I think that's where the DCEU fell down was like, they, all they focused on was like throw these characters out there that people love, like Superman and Batman, and try and get Avengers money. Mm-hmm. Step back. Let us see yeah. why these characters are so beloved. Let us see what they are capable of because they are completely different from the Marvel characters. And that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, that is a good
0: thing. They're not meant to be the same. They're meant to be on a different level. Uh, hey, Grimm, how's it going, man? He's saying Batman once uh, said uh, something along the line of Superman is the most human among us. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And that's what makes him such an a, an amazing character, this alien from another world with these otherworldly abilities that could dominate like if you've ever watched freaking was a bright burn from james gunn <laughs> basically sure. what happened if superman didn't have like the moral upbringing and just went psycho um but a lot of that comes to the humanity that was instilled in him with jonathan and martha kent mm-hmm. and the way that they raised him and taught him and that's one of the reasons i hate the way it's done in man of steel like i, I love man of steel for the most part but like jonathan kent is such a jackass
1: yeah, and I I'm agree.
0: Like, And I'm like, no, Jonathan and Martha Kent are meant to be the moral fiber at the heart of Superman. That's where that movie fails. They're yeah. the reason he is such a good man. It's the whole, it's the complete nature versus nurture. Mm-hmm. And proof that nurture overcomes nature. Uh,
1: that's a good point, man. I never thought about that. You know, that movie. Like, these characters are so
0: amazingly in depth utilize them properly yeah and that's sort a lot of stuff falls down to be honest all right sorry let me jump back in the chat here because i've been ranting for a wee bit um <laughs> uh, cage saying brilliant idea reed richard's story we can use in the mcu yeah i mean that'd be a great story to include for reed is he's, he's awesome and he'd be a perfect character to do the multiverse stuff with yeah yeah uh, Seal saying, speaking of Avengers, what about the Marvel Avengers game that came out not too long ago? Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've not had a chance to play it myself. Um, I don't have it in console. And I've not had the money to pick it up on PC. But everything I've seen and heard about it is looks amazing. Yeah, it looks awesome. And I love the fact that Kamala Khan's at the forefront of it because she's. I think she's going to be a dark horse big player in the coming mm-hmm. future, especially with them now having cast her. For yeah, the Disney Plus show. <clears throat> I think people are going to get to see how awesome this character is. Um and there goes a family friendly tech. I said jackass. Jackass isn't a cuss term. <laughs> That's why I said jackass.
1: <laughs> He's Scottish man, you gotta give him a break.
0: Trust me, I could go on a lot more on the unfamily friendly stuff for it, but I'm like Jackass is just a donkey.
1: We we, we should just say family friendly ish. Yeah. Because we try we try to keep it as as yeah. best as possible. <laughs>
0: that's not about that jackass isn't, isn't a cuss word it's like it's a donkey that's what a donkey is it's a jackass it's hey it's in word. the bible exactly it's, it's another, bible. another word for a donkey it's in the bible and everything can't be a cuss word if it's in the bible
1: right <laughs> it's true <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah i so. think uh I, th- I think if they they just need to be very very um what's the word i'm looking for? intentional and very careful about how they go into it and Again, I think Kevin Feige is the right person to lead this, right? Because he's the one who orchestrated the entire, overall four first four phases, first three phases, or whatever, yeah. and it ended up being awesome. Yeah, there were there were some low points, but there were some really really high points. Oh yeah. Uh, and the I think the thing that worked so well with Endgame was it wasn't really the best movie per se, but it had it. There was a lot of payoffs in that movie that had had had. A, Years of lead up, you know what I'm saying? Years of lead up that were paid off, and it wasn't. It didn't feel cheap. It felt like it was earned, and it was not just fan service like DC is trying to do with their stuff. But it was earned, and it was an appropriate amount. Uh, so I, I, th- I think I think they can do it. I think you know there just needs to be a differentiation between what DC is doing and what Marvel's doing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and don't get me wrong there's fans out there for both sides of it and i know there's a lot of people out there who get fed up that the marvel movies are all kind of similar and Mm -hmm. and a lot of people like oh they're too happy-go-lucky and they're not you know they want the more dark and gritty stuff which give it time the dark and gritty stuff is what was on netflix trust me yeah and that's the thing marvel had those universes but in the theaters like yeah it was a bit more of that and Mm -hmm. but i think like both marvel and dc just need to look at what what the strengths of those comics are, what the strength of the characters are, and just play into those. Yeah, you know? I agree. And uh, grim saying the story is great in the game, but I thought it was too repetitive. Oh, really? Oh, that sucks. That's a shame. am sorry. That sucks to hear. It. I'm still kind of intrigued to play it myself, though. It still looked interesting. It's just the fact they made an Avengers game at all, although I, do, I still stand by. You can tell it was in development for a long time because the main thing in it is the Inhumans.
1: <laughs> Well, yeah and I, I still think the character some of the character models i'm like these anyways
0: i think they were trying to make it definitely not look like it was a, so people knew it wasn't going to be a mcu avengers game mm-hmm. you know it's like that. Yeah, we've definitely tried to change things so it doesn't look like that and it's like it's like yep you can tell
1: <laughs> Gr- grims says i think the intention the detail from movie to movie in the mcu was amazing yeah i agree
0: yeah and i mean and like you know like intro said there's definitely low points in the mcu it's not perfect not every movie is perfect and not every movie is like absolutely 100 percent amazing but Mm -hmm. when you play it across like 20 plus movies Mm -hmm. they've actually done a fairly decent job you know yeah yeah definitely worth playing through yeah i'm definitely going to check it out at some point when i get the cash i wish i had it for when it dropped but just I don't have any money for like brand new games at the minute unfortunately yeah. you know what i mean it's like i have five bucks to buy among us on the pc and that was about it that's <laughs> that's about my lot. and um uh, i gotta get minecraft man oh yeah you need to get that dude from when we drop that server uh, yeah if everyone doesn't know by we're going to start playing a bit of minecraft in the channel Um, mostly because like i i, I love minecraft i find it so relaxing to play i get so caught up and i've been playing a single player one in the pc for a little bit now since i bought it i've died countless times enough to the point of realizing hey i'm going to play this with nitro yet yeah, we are not playing it in hardcore <laughs> because like that's it you're dead you don't respawn from that and i'm like yeah we'd be dead oh in the gosh. first day no
1: ways no way
0: and um, but yeah so we're looking to set up i I've, I've, think i've got the stuff set up to do our own server oh yeah the new update and that I'm just, you know what? They could have literally stopped seal as saying axolotls are in the game, and I'd have been happy. Like, actually, so
1: I'm sorry. it sounds like you just spoke in a different language. What are we talking
0: about? Uh, they just did uh, like a live Minecraft thing not too uh, long ago, and they announced a new updated version of it. And um, so new mob that's going to be in it are axolotls. Okay. Which is a real creature. It's like uh, okay. a kind of like sea salamander new looking thing. The wee pink guys are like the wee fins at their neck. Okay um they're going to be in the game and also like stuff like archaeology so you can get like a brush and like brush through like gravel and stuff to find like resources and like diamonds and stuff like that and mm-hmm. yeah, it's cool some interesting additions to it i'm like i'm all for yeah. it uh, paul favorite comic character and why again future cross link up here to our favorite comic character episodes um, yeah, we talked in depth about that, our top five favorite <laughs> comic say, cards.
1: Did you say Future Cross? That's hilarious. Yeah, because
0: when I go through and edit this, I. Okay, see, when I'm editing this to put in title uh, cards oh. of like to link to previous podcasts, you know how hard it is to get specific spots without just sitting through the two hour episode of what we're recording again? Like, I'm trying to like work <clears> out <throat> where it is. So I try yeah. to put a little things so when I watch it through, like me going, it's going to give me a hint of that's where the cards to go. <laughs> Oh, that's Uh, hilarious. Bit grim. uh, Yeah, so favorite character, 100%, is actually this dude you can see behind me. If I can move my mic. This little dude here. That is Red Hood, the second Robin, Jason Todd, and his Red Hood form. 100% my favorite character. Enough of a hero and anti-hero character mixed with enough of being gritty and real and just... yeah i've not read a bad red hood story i love the red hood series and it's 100 percent my favorite like i'm a big fan of the robins like mm-hmm. nightwing red hood tim drake 100 percent, probably my favorite characters and red hood is just i love jason todd i love his attitude i love his sarcasm i love the way he carries himself i love the the teaming of him with arsenal for a while and then the most recent outlaws comic with him being with bizarro and um, artemis it's just it's perfect Mm-hmm. Absolutely love the guy, and absolutely love the fact that the fans killed off the second Robin because it created the opportunity for him to be created.
1: Yeah,
0: and um, because the Robin he sucked, but the Red Hood he's amazing. So one hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I think we've kind of covered most of the stuff about the multiverse. Was there yeah. anything else you had to say on it, dude? or anything else you wanted to go no, on No, that's to? it,
1: man. I'm, I'm still, I'm still kind of excited about the. Uh... Oh. Oh, I'm gonna allow that. Um, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. Sorry, I blocked your uh, last message because of a word that you have in there, but that's a name, anyways. Yes, yeah, so um, it, it
0: blocked it because you know. You, yeah, you, let's I put it. this way: you didn't put Richard Grayson. You put. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I'm still kind of on a high over the Marvel, um, the Moon Knight news from last week. Oh about, yeah, uh, about Reeves. Uh, I'm very, very intrigued and. I'm, I will follow that very closely. Yeah, there's a lot um, of great I,
0: news from like last yeah. week
1: with that stuff, and that was that was definitely the highlight. Like Keanu Reeves with Midnight.
0: Um, I, I off the top of my head, like I can't even tell what that's going to look like, and I'm like, I'm intrigued to see what they do with that. Part of me um, is like no, but the other part of me is like yes. <laughs> yeah, like if it's done right, it could be amazing. Yeah, um, I agree. The other big one that I was excited for was the announcement of like Kamala Khan like getting her yeah. actress and um, just because like it's popping up everywhere now of like everyone talking about how excited they are for this show and i'm like i, mm-hmm. I honestly think this is a, a show that a lot of people are sleeping on it's like people are, are so so much fans of the comic yeah and it's like i think it's going to be interesting to see her translate to the screen now because she is such a popular character comics wise now and she's only been around for what since 2012 something like that i want to see Dude, i was
1: straight up i was straight up i know nothing about miss marvel and that's not out of lack of like desire i don't think it's just i don't i've never read their i've never read the comic so
0: yeah like this version of her kamala Khan has literally been around since like 2012 i think she was a fan of like um carol danvers Mm -hmm. and so she took over the mantle obviously she becomes captain marvel so she takes over the miss marvel mantle from her yeah. Um, she's an Inhuman. It was around the time they were pushing the Inhuman, so she is actually an Inhuman. Okay. And um, with her ability, where she's basically... Stretchy? Say, yeah, I can't remember the exact word for it, but it's like she can stretch herself, she can enlarge herself, shrink herself. Like She's got control over her whole body like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but she's been one of the champions of like, the younger heroes of this generation. Um, also as well, a lot of people excited because it's Marvel's first time really playing into someone of another religion it's a, she's yeah. a teenage muslim yeah superhero which is something marvel's never even attempted before mm-hmm. um and the way it's been carried over has been so, so good so i'm excited to see how they do the show yeah and um, it looks like they're really trying to push her especially with her being the ride-along character in the avengers game and stuff and her getting their own show i think we're going to see a lot more of kamala khan in the future yeah it'll be cool Alright so one thing I do want to plug for next week though since we do have a little bit of time is next week we are starting our indie comic book club officially. um, It's not going to be a typical episode and we're going to be looking at Lock and Key for our first volume of that. Uh, I feel like we're going to see either Young Avengers or Champions Young Avengers 100% did like just some cook some indies definitely um, cook some indies that has, to be a, some too. that has to be a phrase we use somehow now like cook some indies <laughs> um but yeah 100 percent. i think there's a young avengers coming just with the the stories of like Wanda's kids coming into the wandavision series with atman's daughter being aged up in endgame with you know kai and the conqueror and his connection to the young avengers and um, you know it's like all that different stuff it's like yeah we're getting a young avengers 100 percent. they'll probably slide miss marvel in there as well um probably see spider-man kind of connect him with him a little bit as well because he's young yeah. enough in the mcu and um, but yeah so for anyone who doesn't know we're doing our indie comic book club this was an idea spurred on by our friends over at one geek 411 they're doing a book club and podcast and um, and if you're anything like me and nitro like you grew up you know if you grew up reading comics you grew up reading marvel and dc and it's only in the last couple of years i've really started to delve into some indie stuff and starting to look Mm -hmm. at indie options and only really since we started the podcast if we really as nitro's really started looking at that sort of stuff and understanding a bit more of it so i thought this would be a really cool idea and for us to go ahead and start looking at indie comics and discussing them on the stream and kind of getting a bit more attention to them and Discussing these things because there's more to the world of comics than Marvel and DC, and if that's all you're reading, you're missing out on some amazing stories. Yep. Um so the first one we're doing is Lock and Key, Volume 1. Welcome to Lovecraft. Um if you don't know anything about it, it was written by Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez. Joe Hill is of course the son of legendary horror writer Stephen King. Um and yeah, that pretty much gives you an idea of the supernatural fantasy that we're delving into in this book and um, it is now a tv show that's on netflix it's coming back for a second season and um, which i do recommend to go and check out 100 the book's better i will mm-hmm. say this, the book is 100 better and um, but you can go ahead and watch the show as well as a different story and um, it does cool. take a different turn so it's not if you watch that first it's not going to spoil you yeah and um, let me throw the link up in chat for our book club you can click on that link there that's an amazon list we've created Um, for the indie comic book club and as we read more comics we will add more comic books to it so we're going to be talking about this next week so this is your chance go ahead click that link and pick up your copy of Lock and Key if you want to try and read it beforehand or go along with us as we do the podcast we would love Mm -hmm. you all to get a chance to check out this book Um, and also in that list um, as I mentioned on stream before I'm going to be taking some time off the last week of October through November because uh, my wife is having a baby and so I'm going to be helping her and taking care of the kids and all that sort of stuff for that month but when we come back uh, have I read any of the boys I have not read the boys stuff I do know a good chunk of the story and mm-hmm. um, from the boys and I will stay out um, completely off the bat, we are not going to be covering boy stuff as part of the indie comic book club. Yeah. As popular as it is and as big as it is, though, now because of the show, the show has been absolutely loved by everybody yeah. um, on Amazon Prime. It is 100% not family friendly. Yeah. And I want to try and keep the stuff on here as family friendly as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, yeah, there's nothing. Same way that we're not going to talk about stuff like M um, Saga which is probably one of the biggest indie comics out there right now. But just some of the content in there, it's just not family-friendly. So we're probably yeah. not all going to be covering that stuff. So. Uh, Casey, congrats. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, bro. And I only watched the first episode of The Boys. I have actually not watched any of The Boys yet. I'm intrigued to, but I don't have Amazon Prime. So I'm like, I've not even checked out the show.
1: Yeah, I've seen it. It's definitely hardcore. It's it's really... Yeah, it is. its gotta, yeah, got a lot of adult content <laughs>
0: yeah it's 100% a lot of adult content and that's just that's the reason we're not checking out the comic on show we're just going to say that yeah 100% like that would if me saying jackass is making people think we're going to lose our family friendly thing then 100% covering the boys is like we are not going to have a family friendly stream (laughs) no chance and if you if you do want to go check it out you can find links to it on all your good places for the boys it's just something we are not going to really discuss on here and just for obvious reasons like if you go and check it out I hope you enjoy it it's like the story of it itself seems pretty cool it's just the the content is just it's intense it's freaking yeah. intense <laughs> um but yeah so we're going to be checking out Lock and key for our first one and um, if you click on the link for the book club um, we have also put in the book i'm hoping for us to do in december just because it's going to tie into christmas and that is actually claws by grant Dude, Gordon, i'm so
1: i'm so pumped about that and um, which is basically
0: a a gritty retelling of the the mythos of the Santa Claus and this is this isn't your rankin' bass like how Santa came to being, let's put it that way. The front cover's got him wielding an axe and walking about with a wolf, so <laughs> <laughs> So it's not your typical everyday Santa Claus.
1: Yeah, it's um, some sweet art man. I'm looking at it right now. It's really yeah, cool. the art looks great. and um,
0: Bear in mind, this is something that's going to be indie comics, so indie comics tend to have a lot more different content in it, and it's Grant Morrison who can push the boundary. I think this one's okay. Okay. I don't think it's too. that. (laughs) If it is, we will 100% put warnings for people before you go and pick it up if you're concerned about that. Um, But I think this one's okay, and I think it would be a cool one to do before Christmas. Yeah, it'll Um, be really cool, man. So you can go ahead and click on that link that I put in. I'll pop in the chat again just because the chat's moved a little yeah and while
1: Cross is out if you guys have any ideas about stuff you want to do i'll be doing probably some art streams me doing some comic book art and also maybe some gaming streams if i can get my stuff together <laughs> with being able to stream i don't know what uh, happened that last time dude i have no day. clue i have no clue just fiery fiery explosion that day yeah but
0: but yeah absolutely like i'm not going to be here but that doesn't mean we're going to have no content nitro is going to be our man for content for that and it's just for a month out i be yeah. back in december Um, but yeah you can also keep up to date with us while we're offline before next week's podcast and while i'm out and um, by following us on our social media platforms and um, also check out any of our previous videos on our youtube channel everything we've done on here all previous 24 episodes are archived there so you can go ahead and check out any previous shows um including some amazing topics some amazing interviews and some different stuff that we've done on here mm-hmm. um, also if you're discord inclined you can go ahead and follow us on our discord there's some great conversations happening over there i am trying to be more active on the discord i've been trying to go back in the last couple of weeks every so often and do stuff Nitro is fairly active on there as well, so we do try and, we're we're old men, we don't do the Discord thing that easily, but we're learning, we're learning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And also as well, if you are so inclined and want to support the channel in any way, um, we of course have a Patreon where you can support us for as low as $2 a month, um, or you can sub to the channel, you can see it in the box below us here, we are still on our road to um, 15 subs. Which will unlock our second emote spot. We currently have a hype emote. If I throw it in there, which you can use if you are a sub. If you sub at tier two, you also get the comics and across power emote. And um, but we're looking to open up the second tier one emote spot and um, by f- hitting fifteen subs. So if you want to follow us along that way and support the channel that way, we would absolutely appreciate it. Um, and any money from you guys honestly goes to helping us make this stream better. Picking up more stuff to cover as content, getting better equipment, all that sort of stuff. Um, and as I yeah. said before, it's not a benefit. It's not a thing that you have to do to keep the stream going. We are going to keep doing this regardless. It just opens yeah. up new doors for us. To be honest with you. Yep.
1: Yeah. As well, just, just to make the stream that much better. so yeah.
0: Also, as well, if you want to represent comics in the cross and show that you're a member of the comic clan, head over to our Teespring store. Where we have a variety of merchandise with the Comics and the Cross logo on it that you can see down in the corner below me. Um, I do have a t shirt for that, I'm not wearing it today, unfortunately. I need to dig it out for um, next week's stream. And then, of course, our last big mention is right above Nitro over there is Gamer Grind Co's logo. And they are, of course, the official sponsors for us here at Comics and the Cross. They are the number one coffee for gamers. Hashtag on that grind. Um, you can hit that link and head on over to their website and pick up a variety of different coffees, um, with different blends, different um, roasts, which you can get. There's some that are dark, some are light, some are medium. Some you can get a variety of ways, whatever your tastes are. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can get sent straight out to your house. If you want to try a few, you can try a bunch of them. Um, or, if you want to just be surprised, like I was, I decided to go with their uh, bundle that sends out a bag every month randomly. So, every month, I randomly get a different flavor. Um, and honestly, I've not been disappointed with one yet. And um, while you're over there and you want to grab one, make sure you hit Comics in the Cross and check out to save 5% on your order. And go ahead and throw yourself in a little Comics in the Cross coffee mug as well while you're there. Why not? Why not? Right? Why not treat yourself?
1: <laughs> treat uh, yourself
0: but yeah so I think that's all of our shameless plugging um, next week obviously like I said we're doing the Indie Comic Book Club so that's going to be interesting it's not going to be a typical episode of the podcast but hopefully something we do regularly every yeah. other month I'm thinking probably like every couple of months we'll do another book um, and we'll keep adding it to that same list um, the Claws and Lock and Key are on that way if you you know pick up stuff in the future you can always go back and pick up ones you missed you know but yeah i think yeah that's pretty much it for this week Sweet. from us and thanks everybody un- for stopping by yeah unless anyone in the chat if you've got any questions or anything or anything you want to ask us any last discussion points by all means go ahead and throw them in the chat uh cv thank you so much great show guys let me go ahead and do a little shout out for cv as well yep that one worked thank goodness um, yeah Steve is a phenomenal streamer she's absolutely amazing probably one of the kindest sweetest streamers I've probably ever met she's been absolutely lovely um, she streams a variety of stuff we've been seeing her do a lot of Witcher seeing her do um, a lot of Horizon Zero Dawn and I believe tonight she's streaming um, Becoming Human I believe Sunday nights are her Becoming Human nights which if that's a game series you've never played or never watched it is well worth checking out such a cool story um, Detroit becoming human—that was the full name of it. But uh, do you like know what strip waffles are? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm getting stitched up for something with this one. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I do not know what a strip waffle is. What is a strip waffle seal?
1: I've never heard of that before. I feel like we might be getting trolled though.
0: I know. It feels like a troll. And from seal, he could say it with such a straight, calm voice—you would never know. Stroot waffles are nice. Like, okay, see, CV's knows what they are, so it makes me think they're a real thing. But at the same time, she might be or doing a joke. She's in on it. Or she's in on it. Exactly. I'm like, all right. I need. To okay. It's just gonna get me in trouble if I Google it. <laughs> I'm no. not even gonna try, dude. Strip waffle. Oh, that's a strip waffle. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I do like street waffles actually. Okay, I have since not. Since you
1: successfully it. looked it up, I'm going to have to look a it up. I
0: love that fact you let me test that before you searched it. Thank you. <laughs>
1: that one's enough. I yeah. think I've had one of those before.
0: Yeah, I've not, I've not had it in a long time, but yeah, I like them. They're decent. I mean, it's not like something off the top of my head. I'd be like, oh, that's phenomenal. You have to try one. But yeah, they're all right. Any other questions apart from what a that? way to end the stream. Do, do you like know what strip waffles are? And I'm like, yeah, that pretty much sums up how you wrap up today's stream. Um Dutch cookie like thing, it's amazing eating one right now. I do nice. like them. I've tried them. It's like yeah, decent. Hope you're enjoying it, bro. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I think that's pretty much it for us. Um Yeah, so yeah, thanks sure, to everybody who's sat by though. Yeah, thanks to everyone. Make sure you hit us up on social media and to give Nitro some ideas of stuff like for the next um, few weeks while I'm off, like at the end of October. yeah, join us on Whatever. Discord,
1: man. If you got some ideas, social media, th- go, join our Discord channel, throw out some ideas. Yeah, throw some ideas think?
0: in there because Nitro goes in there frequently and just give him some ideas and just give him some stuff that you maybe like to see him do. If you're happy with him doing gaming, art, stream stuff like that, then by all means, then t- I'm sure he'll be able to take care <laughs> of that for y'all. Yeah. All right. Yep. <laughs> see you see all. Alright, let me have a quick look at Twitch and we are gonna see if there's someone we can read. Uh... That's the thing with Sundays like it's usually pretty quiet. If anyone's got anyone in chat that you you know you think would be a good person, by all means go ahead and
1: Alright, hold on. Me see. Yeah, you're probably following a lot more people than I am. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm actually kind of looking right now through Minecraft streams since that's something we're going to be doing. See if there's someone with low views in that we can kind of.
1: Okay, cool.
0: We can drop some views on and give some love to. Uh, Try to see if there's something exciting. If anyone has any Minecraft streamers, by all means throw it in chat.
1: Shakoro.
0: I'm trying to find someone with a small amount of Or a smaller amount just to kinda show some love. Oh, I think I'm... Maybe do this person, let me see. Like honestly, if anyone's got ideas, by all means, throw them in. Eight viewers, what you got? Two. Okay, here we go. Something with like seven viewers right now. Mostly here sometimes I'm trying to comfort zone trying new games. Alright. Let's try this person. Charlie bites. I have no idea this person is, it's just someone doing Minecraft with a low number, so let's go show them a bit of love. So we're gonna take a chance in on this one guys. Uh Jacoro is doing Minecraft oh Oh. let me press her oh there you go there's someone from seals jacoro let's go and draw then because this person's not actually doing much yeah and he's only got two viewers so yeah that's perfect so jacoro one three four we're gonna go show them some love so everyone please stick around to show jacoro some love and as we raid I'm going to head to our ending out screen. But you all have an amazing week. You all have been amazing people. And we will see you next Sunday.
1: Adios, everybody. (laughs) CR.